Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Beer Battered Sports Podcast, the podcast created by sports fans for sports fans, because we believe that we are the best and the most qualified to talk about our favorite teams. I'm your co-host, Isaac. And I'm Kylie. And Calvin will be with us shortly. He is running a tad bit late today. Don't worry, he will be on unlike last time, where he was on for a cameo. Um, As always, this show is brought to you by the Fired Up Sports Network. Check out all of their awesome podcasts. Uh, And with that being said... We've got a lot of NFL stuff to talk about today. Uh, this is going to be an NFL-heavy episode because there's been a lot of changes in the quarterback market. Um, and I think the best way to start is this. Um, the team I hate the most won the Derek Carr sweepstakes. And, uh, yeah, Derek Carr's a saint. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> I mean, I like yeah. my... Go ahead, go ahead. It's – I don't know how I feel about it either because – I, Derek Carr isn't, you know, some elite quarterback or anything. Uh, but I heard that the Raiders were like, uh, gonna pursue potentially Jared Stidham or maybe get a quarterback in the first round with, I forget what pick they have. <clears throat> um, let's see. I, I think it's like the, the 10th pick. The Raiders? There's yeah. something like that. There's something like that. I, um, my opinion. Seventh. So I, I have the seventh uh, overall pick. Seventh pick. Gotcha. Um, I've always considered, uh, Derek Carr to be, well, I, I like to say the old joke that the sports writer John Boyce said is that Derek Carr is everyone's 27th favorite quarterback, and he's totally <laughs> right. He is. Yeah. Um, Derek Carr is, in my opinion, one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the entire NFL. One of the biggest things holding him back is that he's played for the Raiders for so long. And he has had a lot yeah. of talent around him. But honestly, considering the fact that it's the Raiders, uh, you see my point. It's the Raiders. Um, I think a change of scenery is going to be good for him. I think it can help lead to a resurgence in his career. He's all, He's been in the league for almost 10 years now, you know. I think he's a lot better than people give him credit for. Um, is he one of the yeah. best quarterbacks in the league? No, not by a long shot. He's had some of the best receivers in the league and hasn't been able to do much with them. But a lot of that one has to remember is because the Raiders as a whole are a flawed organization. They have Josh mm-hmm. McDaniels as their head coach. What do you expect? Um, the way that I see it, a change. this change of scenery is going to be really good for Derek Carr. I think that he can – this is the kind of um, – this is the kind of team that I think he can flourish with the saints. And I hate saying that because I hate the saints so much <laughs> and it pains me. It pains me that I'm probably going to have to root against Derek Carr, but I do yeah. think this is a good fit for him. And I'm, uh, I'm glad that he's gotten out of Vegas because he wasn't going to do anything with them. Um, and I've seen a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter complaining that, you know, like, Oh, you know, he, he had Devonte Adams. and couldn't do shit. Well, the Raiders couldn't do shit last year because Josh McDaniels is their head coach, you know? We, everyone knows that Josh McDaniels is a terrible head coach. Yeah. So I don't know. I think, what do you think? Kyle? You think, do you think uh, the Raiders, they were what? Seven and 10 last year. You, uh, not the Raiders, the saints, the saints were seven and 10 last year. Do they get eight or nine wins with Derek Carr? Do they do better? I think they definitely do better. Um, because who, who started most of their games? Cause I know they had the Saint. uh, their Andy Dalton did. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, ever since, yeah, I mean, at least it wasn't Jameis the rapist, but you know, that's different. 
that's very different. Um, I said what I said. He knows what he did. I think. I think they definitely win a little, like a couple more games. I don't think it moves them significantly. Um, but the Bucks don't have Tom Brady. Yeah. And thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. Uh, I, mean, I like that that we don't have Tom Brady. Never mind. Go I ahead. I don't. Atlanta isn't going to get Lamar Jackson. I mean, that, that division's totally up for grabs at this point. We got a comment from Mike here. Mike. Makes the Saints better, but marginally, he's an average quarterback, maybe the 15th or 16th best quarterback. That's yeah, fair. Exactly. That's, that, that's, that's, that's fair. And here's the thing I think a lot of people need to understand. The NFC South is in a transitional period right now. A major transitional period. Yes, we are reading comments now. Yes, we are yes. reading comments. We're, we're going to start reading comments more because we haven't been the last couple episodes, and we feel like that you guys enhance the episode when you comment. Uh, at least I do. Um, so the NFC South is in a transitional period. If you look at the starting quarterbacks from last year, you know, you had Brady, who was aging but was still playing at a decent level. You had Baker Mayfield. Who one did, of the division. Yeah, one of the division. I mean, the, the South last year you had um you had marcus mariota who was trash but the falcons were rebuilding so it was expected um yeah Jameis winston who was probably the best of the bunch at that time but then again it is Jameis winston and that's he's not good um and then you have baker mayfield that's outside of tom brady that's kind of a shitty uh, a shitty division of quarterbacks terrible division yeah but now that tom brady has retired and all the and all the teams have shook up their quarterbacks. Here's where we are now. Saints have Derek Carr there at the top. Derek Carr may be average, but he could be damn good when he wants to be. I've watched enough Derek Carr tape to know that he could be really good when he when he's good. He's really good. And below that, who do we have? Well, the Panthers, we don't know who their starter's going to be yet. It's believed to be Matt Corral. They could draft Matt Corral. Um, Matt Corral is... Uh... With uh, Washington, that's Sam no. Howell. That's Sam that's Howell. That's Sam Howell. I Matt know Carl, they sound. <laughs> they sound. I always get them mixed up. Yeah, uh, Derek Carr Derek is Carr instantly. Yeah. yeah, he is. He does have a gorgeous deep ball too, <clears throat> he, and so he's instantly the best because you've got the Panthers. Their Matt, Matt, um, Matt Corral is projected to be drafted by the Panthers. So um, he's already he, on the Panthers. Is he already on the Panthers? I'm conf- yeah. That's why you confused me because I was like, wait. Matt Corral. Yeah, he's already on why the Panthers. I, you why did I get the Why did I get the Matt Corral that plays? You freaking dingus! Yes, he is already on the Panthers. Ooh. Yes. Well, it's he just, not. My, he just got hurt. It's not my fault that he was a third round draft pick. I don't care after the sure. first round. <laughs> yeah, that that um, was a really terrible draft class for quarterbacks. Yeah, was. Um, so the Panthers are probably going to go with Coral. Um, the Coral. Falcons are going to go with Desmond Ritter, most likely, unless they decide to draft somebody else. And the Bucks are probably going to go with Kyle Trask. Help me! Do you see what the, the Saints... This is a Bucks As a Bucks fan, this is my nightmare. The Saints have the best quarterback now. <laughs> bring back P.J. Walker. Hell yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if the Panthers bring back P.J. Walker, they could have a chance because right now the NFC South is looking like it's going to be booty cheeks for this this coming um seriously this coming season. 
Oh, it's going to be a gr- and, and the Bucks just released Donovan Smith, too. Or he either did he retire or did he get released? I think he retired. So you're a Gators fan. You should love Kyle Trask. I, I hope learning under I hope learning under um, Brady has helped him. But I don't know. That's the thing here. Uh, there was some news about Donovan Smith. Yeah, the Bucks Perhaps are releasing Bucks... Donovan Smith. Oh, well. Perhaps um, the Bucks are. <laughs> I, I think it could because we, we still have most of the big pieces. It Apparently, the news that we're releasing Donovan Smith, we've already released Leonard Fournette, shows that the Bucks are committed to a rebuild. But, I mean, we've still got Godwin. Still got Scotty Miller. Still got Mike Evans. Um, but, yeah, I'm more comfortable, honestly. Be prepared to watch Carson Wentz for the Bucks. Yo! Oh, God! Oh! Oh! Hell no. That's why I have a backup team. Go Chiefs. That oh. would be that would be hilarious. I would hate that so much. That would be hilarious. I would hate that. That would be, I would love it. Where is Carson Wentz gonna go though? That's another question. So there's a lot He's of He's gonna be a backup somewhere. Um I Batman's got by TJ. Give him my receivers, I'm telling you. I'll be rooting for Kyle Trask, but Part of me. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, Are you so against me? What me? Yes. Why am I so against you? Yes. Whatever do you mean? Whatever do you mean, Kylie? You know what I mean. <laughs> uh, I'm so confused right now. I'm actually confused. What did I do? Um, Do you think the Bucks swap worse to left tackle? Probably. They're they're shaking things up. Definitely, I could see them doing that. I mean, Tristan Wirfs is a beast. He can play any position he wants. So he's a dog, dude. Probably one of the best draft picks we've made in the last ten years. Like honestly, I don't know if we win that Super Bowl without him because our offensive line was already stacked to begin with. But Tristan Wirfs elevated it. <laughs> what if Trask yeah, doesn't see Davenport right behind him like Daniel Jones did? Um, then it's Blaine Gabbert time. Um, speaking of Daniel Blaine Jones, Gabbert. Daniel Jones just broke the quarterback market. Um, what was it? 40? Well, he does not deserve forty million a year. That's it's um it's bullshit. That's what it is. So. I am of the opinion right now, okay, that Daniel Jones is a serviceable but extremely, extremely below average quarterback. He's serviceable because with the supporting cast that he has around him, with the support, yeah, he did get signed. Yeah, Daniel Jones got signed uh, $40 million a year for what, four years? Yeah, four years. Um, the supporting $40 cast million. The, the supporting cast the Giants have around uh, Daniel Jones, they just franchise tag Barkley, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. They have a supporting cast in place right now where – it's um, they're set up. They have the pieces. The problem is that Daniel Jones. Well, it's Daniel Jones, and you're right. He doesn't deserve forty million a year. He is not. I think the Giants honestly could have done better. And with the free agency class for quarterbacks looking exceptionally deep this year, and we'll get into that later. We talk about Lamar Jackson. Honestly, I think this is the Giants just being complacent, and I really hope it doesn't come back to bite them because watching the Giants last year was one of the most fun things about last season, seeing this team like legitimately. Well, 
I thought it was fun. I mean, yeah, yeah, they yeah, they were playing down to their competition and every game like, came down to the wire and they were shit, but like it was fun to see a team over uh, outperform expectations. Um no, Gettleman got fired. They got rid of Gettleman. Gettleman did get fired. Yeah, Gettleman's don't worry. Gone. They they got rid of Gettleman a long time ago. Yeah. That's Dude. why they're good now. I don't know. I think um you whooped the <laughs> three That's times. True. That's three true. Time. Uh no, we kicked their ass twice and Barely beat him one of the second times, but you know what? I don't care. Mike says it. I definitely hope it comes back to bite them. Honestly, Mike, it probably will because look again. Yes, they have a nice core they're building up around with Saquon Barkley he's, healthy. He's we got a point. <laughs> it is a gentleman move. It, it, it is a gentleman like move. move. <laughs> and, and I just look at this move and I think, like you know, this isn't what we would have expected from the Giants because last season felt like such a big step forward. Yes, the team wasn't really that good. Did they deserve a playoff spot? Probably not. But, you know, they still performed better than expected. Saquon Barkley had a healthy season and proved that, oh, he's actually damn good when he's healthy. Daniel Jones didn't die and actually did fine. And the defense was, well, it's the Giants' defense, Big Blue. They're always going to be a problem. The issue was th- th- there's a brick wall and its name is the Eagles. Um, but there you go. 40 million a year? No, Daniel Jones oh. is not that level yet. He he, there's potential. There is potential. It, it, not a lot of potential, yeah. but it, it's kind yeah. of in the corner, right over there. Just you know, next. It's, to like, it's like in the far off, <laughs> right behind the potential for Daniel Jones is right behind Kylie out there. You just reach out and grab it. There's just a little bit of um, little bit of potential. But honestly, I think that this is just going to make Daniel Jones complacent. It's like Psh, I'm getting played. I, I'm paid. I don't have to, you know, actually try. Their wide receivers do suck other than Slayton. I don't know what yeah, they're they gonna do. do. They wanted Devontae Smith. He doesn't do I, I wouldn't give I would give him maybe twenty million. I actually agree with that. I he's not that good. Um and it completely screws over the Eagles, actually, because Really? Oh god, yeah, dude. You have and the Ravens. And the freaking Ravens. Uh because you have uh, Depredator making two hundred and what seventy million guaranteed? Something like that. <laughs> Over two hundred million guaranteed, and you have this scrub making forty million a year for four years. Lamar Jackson and Hurts are going to destroy the quarterback market, which sets up for Trevor Lawrence, sets up for Justin Herbert, sets up for uh, um. I don't even know the good quarterbacks, the ones that deserve to get paid. And and, and that's a good thing, Kyle. You bring this up. This basically sets the stage. What this says, uh, Gino got paid too. Uh, Defender of the North brought that up. Gino got paid too, but Gino deserved deserved to get paid. Yeah, like this is this this basically sets the precedent that you could be a shitty to below average quarterback and still get paid like a like a championship winning quarterback. And this is good. I, I don't know how this is going to affect, but it's going to affect the quarterback market negatively because, you know, yeah. there are quarterbacks that deserve to get paid. Yeah, I mean, when Patrick Mahomes got a 10-year, $500 million deal, everybody was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense because Mahomes yeah, he, he's, he's the reincarnation. Good. He's the reincarnation of God himself. Of course he deserves yeah, to Yeah, to although I hate like Mahomes right now. I cannot. You cannot deny his skill set. Obviously. Speaking of Mahomes, brief tangent. Did you see that his brother like got arrested for a, for a sexually assaulting like the owner of a bar in Kansas City? 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. You don't think I'm better than Geno Smith. That's all they have to say. Yeah, just stroll up to the front offices. I can just see it now. Um, some scr- Who's a shitty quarterback in the league that we haven't mentioned yet? Damn near half the league. <sighs> I hate that I have to do this. <clears throat> oh, speaking of which, it's the two-year anniversary of Dak Prescott being paid a shitload of money. Happy anniversary to that stupid deal. Yeah. Um, who's that guy <laughs> I'm always saying? Is, who's that guy I'm? Who's that quarterback I always say is going to come into his own? Um, Drew Lock. Drew Lock is going <laughs> to stroll up to the Broncos front office and be like, "So you guys think I'm worse than Geno Smith? Huh? You don't think I'm better?" Drew Lock is on the Seahawks. <laughs> Fuck, he's on the Seahawks. I forgot they traded him for Russ. I forgot that shit. You idiot. <laughs> Well, that makes it even more funny. Of course, he's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna waltz right up to the Seahawks like, oh, so y'all could pay Gino that money, but you won't pay me that money. Like, Drew, you're a backup quarterback. Sit the fuck down. This is gonna give backup. This is gonna make backup quarterbacks think that they're starters. We can't have that. We have Drew to- Luck. <laughs> I, I bring I, back I, the tweets. I have such a bad. I I made the mistake of telling my friends once when we were talking about football before the season. You know, I it's really on Twitter. Drew- it's on Twitter. You know, I really think Drew Locke is going to come into his own this year. I, I will. I've never, I've never heard the end of that. I've never heard the end of that. Everyone loves to bring it up, like, "Oh, you thought Drew Locke was gonna, you thought Drew Locke was gonna come into his own, huh?" Yes, like, yes, 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 I did. Really coming into his own. The free agent market equals his own. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, Drew Locke went to my mom's alma mater. I gotta support him, but yeah, he's not that good. He was great in college. At all. Though. He was so good in college. It's nice to see Gino doing well, though. Um, yeah, Gino's one of those guys that deserves a big contract. Like last year, he proved he's not just a journeyman backup; he's actually could be a starter. Like that's he didn't get a huge contract. He got yeah. So the Seahawks were like, "Look, we like what we saw. We like we liked what we saw last year, and we would like you to do it again. And we're willing to pay you the amount that we think you deserve." And Gino's like, "Shit, if I get to start, I'll do it." That's how it's supposed to be. The Seahawks basically, because again, the Seahawks are not making the playoffs without Geno. The Seahawks have a t- the Seahawks have talented players, but they needed a uh, a. Um, it was the EJ oh Manuel redemption God. story. I'm gonna to quote to quote a certain Mister uh, Mister Kenobi. Now that's a name I haven't heard in a long time, long time. And where the hell is Nick Mullins? Where is Nick Mullins? We cut him. I forget where he went. Uh, let's find out. Trust he did me. end up going to the Eagles, and then we caught him, and I forget where he went. Nick Mullins is currently. Where does Gardner Minshew go? Actually, by the way, because he's not going to go to the. He's not staying with the Eagles. Nick Mullins is the backup for the Vikings. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins isn't that good. Kirk Cousins is average. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is extremely average. Um, Defender of the North says XFL. Yeah, you know, I, I haven't paid attention to the XFL, but from what I've seen, it's been fun. Um, the XFL is one of the – the thing is the thing. Um, football is a fall sport, and whenever there's a spring football league, I just – I can't get into it because it doesn't feel right. I It, it looks fun, though. The XFL looks a lot of fun so far. Uh, some of the rule changes, I don't know if I'm a huge fan of it, but I could get used to it. Um, but I think Speaking- we're going to see – Go ahead. Before speaking of rule changes, before we talk about baseball, so yeah, of course, Kirk Cousins over Danny Dimes, obviously. Every day. Um, <laughs> but Lamar Jackson, I think he's staying. I never think I never thought he was gonna leave. Um, but I'm even more yeah. convinced that he's staying. 
let's talk about Lamar for a second. I um I think the Ravens have played a good hand here. Non-restrictive franchise tag, basically saying we want you to stay in Baltimore, but is it okay? It's okay if you can look for other teams, but we would really like you to stay in Baltimore. I think he stays. I don't because I, I think Rodgers is going to go to the Jets and pull a Brett Favre. Um, of course, with Aaron Rodgers, I don't care where Aaron Rodgers goes at this point. I'm so sick I can't and tired. stand Aaron. I'm Rogers so sick and tired either. of Aaron Rodgers acting like he's this like crazy super villain or this like holier than thou figure. He's like, I stand above here while you peons stand below here. He 100 listens to Andrew Tate podcast. That's the kind of guy that Aaron Rodgers is. You know, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, look, ever since I found out that he and uh, Shalene Woodley, his fiance, were like eating clay as part of their diet, I, I've just checked out. I'm like, oh, I don't care how good he is. The dude is crazy. But um, I honestly think Lamar stays because I don't see any incentive to go to the Jets. Do they have their moments? Yeah, but it's the Jets. Um, Here's the thing with that, though, because if you're the Jets. <clears throat> Your team is pretty good, but you're not in win-now mode. Yeah, the Jets still have a lot of building to do. So do you throw out a shitload of picks to get Aaron Rodgers for a couple years? I don't know if that's the right move. And this isn't just saying because I don't like Aaron Rodgers. Like, I don't know if it's the right move for the Jets. Anything can happen in the playoffs and, you know, if they just get to the playoffs and anything can happen, but still, like, I don't know if it's uh, a good idea for them to do it. I think, um, I think the whole idea of win, the Rams proved that you can go all all in, go in win-now mode and get it done, but it comes at a great cost. And that yeah. cost was that they fell apart the following year. Um, the Chiefs have proved that you can build up a great core, keep them around, change slight some pieces here and there, and still win. The Eagles proved that you can come close to winning. And, well, they won to. The Eagles proved that you can like build from within and re- do a quick re- turnaround rebuild and get to the point where you're successful. And the Bengals have proved that you could do a long-term rebuild and be successful. Um, I know I just listed the last four teams to make the Super Bowl, but um, I think they all represent that different idea. Ever, there, there's four ways of finding success in the NFL. Like I said, win now, go all in, win now, um, build up slowly quick buildup or just maintain your success. And I think right now the Jets are in a slow buildup. They have been for a while, but I think we're finally starting to see light at the end of the tunnel. There were times yeah. last season where the Jets looked like a competent team. The issue is quarterback. If they can get a good quarterback and they can get some better pieces on the offensive line and reinforce the defense just a bit because some of those big defensive pieces that they had over the last decade aren't really, you know, aren't really there anymore, then you can start to make a push. You know, I, I, but no, they're not in win now mode at all. And if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm not going there the way I, I think he probably will because he wants to emulate Brett Favre because he's going down that path. He's already crazy. We know Brett Favre is crazy. Do I have to bring up what Brett did in 2008? Right. Tried to do my best Brett Favre impression. Hey girl, you want to say something? 
No. You want to see this football? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's the right move for them. I don't think it is. Um, but if they get to the playoffs, anything can happen. So, really, you don't you don't know until it happens. Um, no, you do not. But, yeah, this, this whole contract situation is ridiculous. Um, but speaking of trades, the NHL trade deadline was last week. Uh, the day after our episode, I believe. Um, yeah. Or was it that Friday? Whatever day it was, it was, it was Friday. And damn, Flyers fans are pissed. So what exactly happened here? Because I wasn't, I, I, I was, uh, I was busy and didn't get to really focus on the trade deadline. The Flyers were trying. The the fans wanted the Flyers to trade. JVR because he um, is like one of their only players that's tradable and that they would trade and he was the one just just trade him get something and do this freaking rebuild and they didn't do it and Philly is livid uh, meanwhile I'm over here as a Devils fan celebrating Timo Meyer who got his first goal as a devil and I'm going to the game tomorrow in DC. Hell yeah. So thank God I'm a Devils fan. I I got to watch um Patrick Kane's Rangers debut when I was in DC. Um I watched it before I went to the Wizards game, which we'll talk about later. Um I have some thoughts on attending NBA yeah, games you... in this day and age. Um uh first of all, Patrick Kane is way the the Ranger Patrick Kane is way past his prime. All those guys just yeah. that uh and that Blackhawks dynasty are past their prime, and it shows. Uh, secondly, that Boston team, Boston is going to win the Stanley Cup. They are, they are unstoppable. They're going to shatter Boston's all the ridiculous. That, that Boston team is unstoppable. Nobody can beat them. You know. Hopefully, it's just a regular season team, and that usually it, is hockey. It usually is the case that the best team in the regular season does not make it to the Stanley Cup because of how competitive. Hockey yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what my hope is. I don't think they will. I think they'll get stopped. But um, you just said I, they're going to win the Stanley Cup. Oh well, yeah, they will. I ho- sorry, let me cheat. I, I I hope they get stopped, but I I don't think they will. I will say this. Um, it has. When was the last time the city of Boston won a championship? Uh, was the Patriots in Super Bowl Fifty One? Okay. Or was it the Red Sox? No, Patriots in Fifty Three. Fifty Three. Patriots right. Super Bowl Fifty Three. So or was um, it the Red Sox World Series? It's been about five years since the pay. No, that was 2018. That was before the Patriots won it. It's been about five years since the city of Boston has won a sports title. I think. I think oh, it's- boo-hoo. It's been a. It's oh, actually, it's been like six for me. Never mind. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, you forgetting something? My city has. Your city Dude, went to the Super Bowl, the MLB, the MLB Cup, the, the MLS Cup, and the World Series in the last year. Did you win? And lost no. them all. Well, well, <laughs> some people are some people, you know, are just happy with what they have. Could be worse. Imagine you could be a fan of Cleveland sports, you know, or a Sacramento fan. Hey, shout out to the Kings, by the way. They're they're good. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> um, yeah. Be happy with what you have. The city of Boston hasn't won a championship in five years. 
And they've lost twice during that period. We've lost three in a year. They don't get sympathy from me. They have the most championships of any team, of any city. Yeah, there was a time when every Boston team was amazing. Uh, Before I move on to basketball really quickly. A couple uh, times. Did we forget that uh, Calvin Ridley has been reinstated and is now in That's right. I forgot about that. I'm afraid he's going to to put it lightly, fuck shit up with Trevor Lawrence. To put it lightly. Yeah, that's going to be very, very interesting, and I can't wait for that. Oh, yes. It will be excellent. But Uh, with the NHL, uh, Boston is stupid. Um, New Jersey is looking good. We'll see how they do. Uh, solidified their playoff spot, of course. Um, right now, I think um, if I could just pull up the standings, take a look at them, because right now I think my pick for uh, sorry, excuse me, I had to ovulate right there. Um, right now, I mean, my Eastern Conference Finals pick, I think it's going to be Boston and Carolina right now. That's rude. And in the West, sh- they play each other. Uh, right now, honestly, I'm going to say the, the the Stanley Cup Finals could be Boston versus Seattle. Ooh. Kraken are good. Kraken look good. That's a spicy take. That's very spicy. I think it'll be Kraken. <laughs> I think it'll be Kraken in Colorado in the Western Conference Final right now. Because the, the, the Pacific is so tight and so tightly contested that any of them can win. And the Central Division is dog shit with only one team with over <laughs> 80 points. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and let's now take a moment to laugh at the Columbus Blue Jackets. Ha! <laughs> ha! Worst team in the league. And laugh at Johnny Goudreau. Ha! He really thought that he could do something. You could have been the devil. Yeah. ESPN's ESPN's running an article that says, why aren't there more women's college hockey programs? That's a good question. That's a good question. I guess there's just not enough interest in it. I like hockey. That's good. We but, do um, we, we do. do. Yeah. But, um, I, last Friday, <clears throat> the, ES, the, the trade deadline, ESPN did a special where they did a fake uh, draft lottery and Columbus got the first overall pick. Um, well, they, they, they would regardless. Well, no, it's a lottery, so you don't know. Uh, but it's with Connor Bedard, you know, you never know uh, who's going to get it. So would it be crazy to see Johnny Gaudreau and Connor Bedard together? <sighs> Yeah, no, yeah, it would. But nobody wants to go to Columbus, so. God, no, no, nobody wants to go to Columbus at all. Now, before we go go to the MLB with spring training and stuff, you have an NBA rant. Let's talk about spring training real quick because I want to end on the rant because it's going to lead to some better discussion. Um, So, season is... Spring training still going strong right now. Um, Royals are the best team in the Cactus League out in Arizona. 
Uh, best team in the Grapefruit League is Boston. <sighs> Yankees are second, though. That's nice. Um, which prospects have you uh, been really impressed with? Uh, I know that you're more in tune with the Phillies because you have your little Philly show that you spend all your time recording and don't <laughs> you don't you don't pay attention to me anymore. I'm kidding. Go watch go watch Bell Smashers, guys. <laughs> it's a great show. Uh, appreciate you. Um, so specifically for the Phillies, I have been enjoying Carlos De La Cruz. Dude is six foot nine. He's six foot freaking nine, dude. He's insane. Yeah. Um, Derek Hall has had a good spring training. Uh, my guy, he was on. He is actually on Bell Smashers podcast a couple weeks ago. Nice. Uh, yeah. So he's having a really good spring training. So that's good to see. Scott Kingery has been having a decent spring training. So that's good to see. And Alec freaking Bohm. Seems to have really, like, shown some stuff and has really uh, matured this offseason. Good stuff. Good stuff. So here's my I question. Haven't... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, I haven't seen much of it. I haven't looked at uh, Volpe, but he's done for you guys. I've been meaning to, but. Um, I haven't been paying super close attention, but um, from what I've seen so far, I think he's doing pretty good. Um, what I'm really interested in this week with baseball is the World Baseball Classic, which just kicked off yesterday and continues today. Um, who do you think is going to win the WBC? Oh, it's got to be uh, Dominican Republic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're stupid. They are stupid, dude. That line it up is, is unfair. Well, uh, let me pull up. The, they're in the same pool as Nicaragua, Israel, uh, Puerto Rico, and Venezuela. Um, the Dominican Republic has Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Carlos Pena, uh, Julio Rodriguez. I think they have Vladdy. I, I believe they have Vladdy. Um... They, they're they're loaded, dude. It is insane. So yeah, today's games. Uh, Panama beat uh, Taiwan twelve to five. Um, Australia plays Korea. Panama plays the Netherlands. The Dominican Republic's first game is against. Who do they play? They first play Venezuela on Saturday. We play Great Britain today, I believe, or something like that. No, we play oh. them Saturday at 9. Saturday. Have you seen how ugly their jerseys are? No, I haven't. They're who's, playing who's red. Who's jerseys? Great Britain's. Great Britain's. They're playing red, mm-hmm. and it's like block white font that just says Great Britain on the chest. It is the most dull jersey that they can think of. At least Australia, while they do look like the athletic jerseys, they do look kind of nice. Like... The Great Britain has did an awful job on it, unfortunately. USA's aren't the best by far. I like the USA's. They're okay. But then you see what the Dominican Republic has. Uh, Israel's got a good jersey. Israel's hat is fire. Um, China. China has the best one by far. 
Ooh, the Dominican jerseys. Oh, man. That gradient? <laughs> that gradient, dude? I'm telling you. I might have to I might have to become a Dominican fan. Right? I don't I have to see who the rest of the roster is because I'm not getting a Machado jersey. I might get a Julio Rodriguez Dominican Republic one. Because I like Julio Rodriguez. Their roster is as follows. Let me find this out. Loaded. Their roster consists of It's unfair. It's Let me find it. Let me find it. Oh my god. Hang on, hang on. I'm gonna find this. I'm gonna find this. Give me a second. There you are in. Here it is. I got it. You got it, okay. Oh my god. They have Sandy Alcantara, bro. I know. It's so unfair. Oh my god. Um Hector Nearest. They have Gregory Soto. Gary Sanchez. Rafael Devers, Wander Franco, Manny Machado, Keto Marte, Jeremy Pena, freaking Gene Segura. Okay, so um crown them already. There's, there's... Yeah, Teoscar Hernandez. What point Julio is Rodriguez. there what point is there in playing in the games that they're just gonna win like that? Juan Soto, Nelson Cruz. And that's the most that's the notable ones. Ugh. Yeah, Dominican Republic is freaking stacked. That's so gross. Uh I I mean Japan is has Shohei Otani and Yu Darvish. Um I feel like more Japanese players are gonna start coming to the States with, you know, um people like Saya Suzuki and um What's his name? Totally blanking on his name. Uh, You're failing me, Kylie. Come on. I'm failing myself. Regardless, like, okay, Japan's got some players. Keep the energy up, Kylie. Come on. Uh, for the U.S., there's like, there. I I just don't see anybody beating Dominican Republic. I don't either. I, I I think it's gonna. Speaking of Dominican, I saw. I can't. I'll have to show you this video later. Kyle. I can't show it on the podcast. And I don't want to get us canceled. <laughs> oh, it's a. It's a. It's funny though. It's funny. Um. So let me let me let me close out today's show by saying because uh, I wanted to go on this rant. Um. By the way, you, you, you sure Calvin is coming? Uh, no, he's not coming. Ah, second week in a row. It's okay. Calvin's a family man. Job He's interview. Got... Oh, job interview. Never mind. That's important. Never mind. I, refer... I forgive him. Um, okay. So last Saturday, I went to uh, um, a Wizards game. Wizards were playing the Raptors uh, at the Capital One Arena. My dad and I went. And um, it was a really good game. It was a really, really good game. We got great tickets. Uh, it was a birthday gift. Really good tickets. Yeah, it's like very close to the court. Um you know, it was a great game. Christoph Porzingis played great. Um, I kind of had to reintroduce my dad to the game because he hasn't really watched basketball in a long time. Um, my dad kind of stopped watching basketball after Jordan retired because in his own words, I've already seen God play. I don't need to watch anyone else. 
Um, so he, my dad was a little annoyed that they uh, they weren't playing in the paint as much, and I was like, well, yeah, it's all a perimeter game now. Um, but it was still a great game. You know, Wizards hit a late three, sent the game to overtime, where the Raptors pulled away. Great game. A um, lot of fun. But I, I, I made some observations of the way that, you know, basketball is presented to people watching it in, in arenas now. And it's, it's, it's come to my realization that the attention span of humanity has dropped so badly that we can no longer enjoy basketball the way God intended us to. Here's what I mean by that. Here's what I mean by that. So first of all, if you want to find the people who are actually there to watch the game, you would have to go to the top level up into the rafters to so the nosebleeds. Yeah. All of those people were the loudest cheerers because they were the ones who were sitting up there wearing their jerseys, you know, cheering, clapping, watching the game intently. You could tell they were there for the game. Down on our level, with the exception of the VIPs, a couple of families that had bought tickets, mostly everybody down below was only there to promote their brand. You could tell that there were a lot of people there who had, were super dressed up for Instagram, were taking pictures, were drinking, weren't really watching the game going on. My dad was aware of this, and he was like, they, they're just they're not even sitting still. They're not even watching the game. And I was like, well, that's how it is now. Um, you know, there was no... There, there wasn't any quiet period. There was always – you couldn't hear what was going on at the court because there was always music playing, um, something which I don't remember them doing during my childhood. Um, you know, it was uh, – it wasn't – and it wasn't like traditional organ music that you would see at an arena, which I would be fine with. It was just – it was just constantly playing music, which was just annoying, you know. Um, and then the sponsorship – Everything was sponsored, even the bathrooms. We went into the bathroom, and every toilet above it is like, um, you know, something JP J JP Plumbing, proud sponsor of the, of the toilets here at the Capital One Arena. Why the fuck is a toilet need a sponsorship? Why does a toilet need a sponsorship? That doesn't make any sense at all. And you know, I I've talked about before on the podcast how I don't like how like sports broadcasts are becoming more corporate and sterilized. Well, the experience of going to a game starts to feel like that, and I'm sure it's different being up in the top level because up there, you know, they're not concerned about selling a brand to you. Up there, people are just there to watch the game. I know when I go to baseball games and I'm sitting at the top level, it's the most exciting to be there. You know, that's where the excitement is. You know, because that's where you get the rowdy. You've been to Philly games. You know what the top level of Philly fans are like. Yes, I do. So while the game was fun and the whole experience was great, it, it, it was eye-opening to see just how commercialized our society has gotten to the point that it didn't even really feel like we were at a basketball game. It felt like we were at a social event where a game of basketball broke out between some freakishly tall dudes. And it's a shame, too, because it was a great game. And, you know, I, I was really happy my dad brought me, but I could tell he didn't enjoy it as much because he was just bothered by everything because he grew up in an era where that didn't happen. He would go to games at Madison Square Garden and they would just play. And there was no music outside of the organ player. And you could, you know, hear the players on the court, hear the whistles from the referees. We couldn't even hear the whistles. That's how loud it was. And I could just tell I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I know the game's changed, but honestly, he might have a point with how this kind of just feels really forced and fake. So I don't know. What do you think? It's Tyler? interesting. I I mean, I've gone to games my entire life. Um, I don't mind it. It's – I don't even really notice it because I'm so in tune to the game. Um, <clears throat> but I know they play – I don't know. I, I never really noticed it because I've just been so in tune to the game. 
So now when I go to the Cavs Devils game tomorrow, maybe I'll I'll notice something. I don't think it's it's as bad in hockey. Um, because I remember going to a hockey game right before the pandemic and it being much more chill. Um, the, watching the game was a lot easier. But uh, I, I I did notice it at this game. I didn't notice it as much when I go to Orioles games because I think that's because the Orioles. Actually, now I think about it. All I'm asking is just just look for sponsorship, and you will see it everywhere. It takes away <laughs> from how the they computer. get their money. <sighs> it, it, you know, in a perfect world, it wouldn't be the only way, but that's how yeah. it is sometimes. In a perfect world, I wouldn't have to work. In a perfect world, like nothing's ever perfect, though. In a perfect world, you know. Perfect worlds. I lost my train of thought. I don't know what I was going to say there. Um, I, I saw it like go in one year and then just go. It disappeared for a second. It ever, you, you, you ever think of something and then somebody says something to you and you completely lose track of what you were going to say and you're desperately yeah. trying to remember it. You give up and then like a few minutes later you just remember and you're like, oh God. Yeah. Yeah, that's what all I am like, all the time. That's it's the weirdest feeling in the planet. You know. Just, Welcome to ADHD. ADHD, man, you know. You know, I'm not medicated for my ADHD. Neither I, am I. I used to be, but I got off the pills because they um they had negative side effects. And honestly, I feel better without it. I stopped taking them because I have a heart condition. So I would have to get an EKG in DC every single time they changed my dosage. And so, of course, when you first get the, the ADHD medication... You're, it's probably not going to be perfect the first try. So I had to go to D.C. like four different times. And then I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, Fair enough. That is very fair. So we have some time left, Kylie, and I wanted to try this. Um, Uh-oh. This is a new segment, I thought. A little fun segment at home. I'm going to ask you a question. Your answer is, and I'm going to see if you get this. I'm going to give you a name of a player. And you're going to tell me if they played for your team or not, or I'm just making it up. Okay. Okay. This might be difficult. Um, oh, this is tough. I was going to... Would you be able to get this? Probably. No, I'll try it. Okay. I'm going to go to the Eagles first. Kylie, okay. did Jim McMahon play for the Eagles? Yeah. Oh, shit. You're too smart. Okay, you got that. Okay, hang on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> Good luck. Okay. <laughs> You're never going to get this motherfucker. You're better Jeopardy. He played too long with the Phillies. I can't name him. Um, Who? 
what's his name? Abreu. 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 Bobby Abreu. Bobby Abreu. I was going to say Bobby Abreu, but he played too long for you guys. Um, Everybody got traded. Antonio Alfonseca. <laughs> Did Antonio Antonio Alfonseca play for the Phillies or not? Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, this, this isn't working like I thought it would. Trial and trial and error. That didn't work. God, this dude sucked. Okay. <laughs> Wait. How do you not know Antonio Alfonseca? He had an extra digit on both hands. What? Yeah, look up polydactyl. Look I, up polydactyly. That's crazy. That's so weird. Ah! Oh, what the fuck? Oh, this is so weird. Why does his hand look like that? Oh. Don't make fun of it, you asshole. That's kind of cool, honestly. I'm not giving it a lie. That's kind of cool. Okay. All right. Cool. You still struggling to find one? Uh, I've given up. I mean, I've given up because I can't stump you. Because I'm because uh, I'm looking at all these answers. I'm like, I, I know she would know this. Keep trying. Uh, uh, so Um, let's go with Eric, Eric Kratz. Yes. Do you remember him? No. I just know you're looking at the Phillies roster of all time. What if I'm not looking at the Phillies roster? You are. Oh, okay. Well, this was a bad idea. Never mind. Ugh. Okay. Um, see what happens when Calvin's not here. We lose, we lose track of what we're doing. <laughs> I don't know. You have anything you want to rant about, Kylie, so we can close out this episode? Uh, the rule changes. The, the pitching clock in the MLB sucks. Go ahead. That's about it. No, go ahead. Rant. I don't really have a rant. I don't feel good, so I don't, I don't have that energy in me. But, But I don't like it. For now, um, I'm sure the pitchers will get used to it and everything will be fine, but it shouldn't affect the end. It shouldn't end a game and it should go away in high leverage situations. I know it's longer, but it should go away completely because both players, the pitcher and the, and the batter need to focus on their jobs. Um, and I don't like that it takes two and a half hours. I think three hours is perfectly fine. No, I agree um, with you. I, I agree. I've um, so it it kind of makes the game feel more like the college level. Um, yeah, I, I've been working on a lot of college games uh, recently because the season has started for us, and so we do double headers, seven inning double headers, and mm-hmm. those games each take about an hour and a half. Maybe two hours. Damn. Um, yeah, no, they're quick. And, you know, I was working a game on 
on a doubleheader last Sunday that was supposed to be from uh, first game started at 12. Second game was supposed to start at 3.30. They should have wrapped up by 6. Uh, we wrapped up by 5.30, a full hour early because, of, excuse me, of how quick they were. That's just how um, it is. And I was thinking, I was like, we don't have the pitch clock rule here, but it feels like we do because it's so much quicker. And it, it, it almost seems like they're trying to um, make call make it similar to the college game. You know, I, I saw this too. You know, there was something on ESPN that rules that um, because of what they're quoting as safety changes, uh, the, NCAA, the NCAA thinks they should shorten college football games. Why is it suddenly the obsession of every sporting organization to shorten their games? And this feels back to something I said when I was talking about my NBA, little, my little NBA rant. You know, no one has the attention span to sit through live sporting events anymore. We can't handle it. You know, so annoying. It is annoying because some of us actually have the temperament and the patience to sit through an entire live sporting event. Some of us are fine having something last, you know, upwards of four hours. Why? Because we're having fun. I don't think we should be pandering to those who are only here for their own personal brand or gain. But then again, who am I to say that everybody's going to be doing that at the end of the day? Um, but shortening the college game, why? And the, excuse, the, the, the reasoning they've used, and I'm not going to say excuse because it, it is an actual reason, they said is safety concerns. They don't want players getting hurt. Well, the time doesn't have anything on that. Players aren't getting hurt like in the last few minutes of the game. They could get hurt at any time. If you're going to try and use players getting injured as an excuse for making the game shorter, it's not going to work because a player can get injured at any period in the game regardless. You know? Yeah, but the less they're on the field, the less their body takes from week to week. So it it adds up, and I could see where it would cause less of an injury. But Fair enough. Know. I'm just I'm not a fan of shortening it. I enjoy three hours is is what it usually is anyway. Um, my complaint with the NFL is the commercial breaks. Those suck. The commercial. We, we, we have a society have grown past the need for commercials. We don't need them anymore. You know, I think we're the World Cup spoiled us, and the World Cup and Formula One have spoiled us to the point we realize that the rest of the world doesn't use commercials, and suddenly everybody, suddenly all we can think about is for the love of God, no more commercials, especially Burger King. I don't want them anymore. Here's something else I can end on. So you know, whopper, whopper, whopper. You know how sports as a whole are kind of going down uh, in TV ratings. Have the people who run TV rating look at those TV rates ever considered to take a look at streaming numbers because I swear it, you know, it's like, why is no one watching sports? Well, we are, we're just not watching them on TV. We're streaming them. We got so used to Hulu and Netflix, not having commercials. Yeah. Um, and people literally pay extra. So that way they don't have to have commercials. Um, Nobody wants commercials anymore. Nobody wants commercials. Nobody likes commercials. It's really annoying. Um, so, like, I get the 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 networks have to get their money, um, but it, it's just it's ridiculous. And if you ask, if you talk to people in the UK, in Great Britain, they do not have commercials. You pay for the TV service, and you do not get commercials. At all. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. 
But because right. America is a business, you know? It's just the way it has to be. And it sucks, but that's how it is sometimes. Just one that's big true. business. I mean, I think we'll see a shift away from commercials in the coming years. Um, yeah. Especially, I know in motorsports, there's a dramatic shift away from commercials that's coming. Um, I think live sports as a whole on TV, in order to survive on TV, they're going to have to turn away from traditional methods of commercials. Maybe uh, maybe transition to – actually, wait. Hmm. I don't know about that. And the only reason I say this is because now that I'm thinking about it, no more commercials means faster games because no more TV breaks. It's true. Think about it. It's all a cycle. Everything is connected. Everything's connected. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Beer Better Sports Podcast. A proud member, proud affiliate of the Fired Up Sports Network. You can follow us on all socials at BB Sports underscore pod and check out our Twitter bio for our official merch. Uh, yeah, this episode kind of was a little low energy towards the end. Kylie, you've been feeling kind of blessed, so we'll chalk it up to that. We'll come back. No COVID, though. No COVID, though. That's important. The no COVID, though. Uh, next week's episode, we promise Calvin will be back. Um, potentially, he better be back. Better be back. It works better when there's three of us. That's just my. I know it does. It does. Yeah. Well, anyway, everybody, guys, that's going to do it for us. We will see you next week for episode 60. 40 away from 100. We got to do something special for 100. Yeah, we are doing something special for 100. Damn right. All right. Thank you, guys, and see you next week. See ya.